Hello and welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard stories of the ufology universe. And today I want to talk to you about a man named Daryl Sims, very in interesting individual. He used to be in the government and now uses his skills to uncover alien abductions and their stories. Uh, Mr. Sims used to work for the Central Intelligence Agency doing covert operations and he use, uses his skills um, to uncover a lot of the, uh, shall we say, uh, hidden and repressed memory information uh, from UFO abductees. Really interesting stuff and I haven't heard a lot about the, uh, this gentleman since this past year and I've been doing research in the UFO uh, phenomenon for 20 years, <clears throat> maybe longer, and so uh, when I came across some information about Mr. Sims, I was really interested and wanted to do some more research, and <clears throat> if you look into his background, really interesting stuff, I mean, he's on YouTube, you can you can YouTube him up and watch some interviews with him, he's kind of a funny fellow, kind of jolly, um, you know, jokes around a lot. Um, I'm sure the sheer amount of information this man has about the UFO uh, phenomenon as well as some of the government behind the scenes secret uh, top secret information he has kind of probably makes him a little wacky anyway but <clears throat> one of the one of the events that he really focuses in on and one of the events that I'm going to focus in on today is the 1992 uh, Houston ab abduction event. Um, that occurred to multiple persons in 1992, like we said. Mr. Sims came about the, uh, this information um, because he was doing a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes work interviewing people. Uh, he actually put together a spreadsheet um, and a line of questions for abductees to see you know, what had happened to them, how deep did the story go, was it an actual abduction, or was it just false memories or uh you know what what actually occurred so <clears throat> so as mr sims was doing uh, a lot of interviews he found out that on the same night eight people were abducted and they all had very similar stories about what happened now these stories weren't just remembered these stories came out through regressive hypnosis and if you guys are familiar with regressive hypnosis, then you know that it involves someone being willing to be hypnotized, to go back through and underneath some hidden layers of memory, maybe some things that were forgotten, or potentially, and what we see more and more regularly now, is that there have been some implanted false memories um, that occur to UFO abductees, not just one layer of false memories. They don't just put in, you know, a, a memory of you going to the movie theater instead of getting abducted and had, having medical procedures done. No, they'll put in multiple levels of memory, um, false memories. They'll put in a level of, you know, you go into the movie theater with this girl who you've been dating and seeing for a while, and the memory... <clears throat> And none of these memories happen. 
they're all false memories. And so what he's finding is he has to he has to use to his investigative skills used through the government and or uh, learned through the government, learned through the CIA to find the truth and to peel back the onion on all of these false memories. And one of the one of the portions of the story that I found particularly interesting was when these eight people were abducted, and and you know he only found eight. There may have been more, but through the eight people who were abducted, and and when he did the regressive hypnosis, these people did see each other, or at least a few of them saw each other in the ship at the same time, and they were. You know, they were kind of either unconscious or subconscious or, you know, sleeping. Or they might have been, you know, partially awake but kind of totally out of it. So you had a few people that were actually awake and could kind of see and see around and see what was going on. One individual, they didn't name names, so I don't have that kind of information for you. They said kind of like subject one, subject two. Um, one of the One of the subjects or individuals uh stated that the aliens uh came up to them and asked them a question a very interesting question what they did before I tell you what the question is what they did was they brought up this hologram image and the hologram image uh, was presented to the individual and it was an image of the human brain and the image would rotate and the aliens asked them a question about where is human unconscious located in the human brain let me repeat that where is the human unconscious located in the human brain the aliens asked them this did they ask that question so they could communicate more efficiently with us. It seems as though every alien species has been able to have tele telepathy as their main form of communication. It seems as though other studies show that we have this ability as well. That we just haven't focused in and harnessed it enough to use it. The other question is, did they ask this question because they're trying to make hybrid beings and they're trying to locate this information? It seems as though this and most aliens that have developed spaceships would have a high enough ability intellectually to locate information much more easily than we can on almost any given topic, right? <clears throat> So my question is, what is so important about the subconscious that they want to know about? What is it that they really need to understand about it? And why did they ask at least one individual, if not more individuals, during this 1992 Houston abduction event? Why did they ask these individuals that question? Did they ask these individuals because maybe just one or two of them were awake enough to ask this question? Did they believe the individual was special? 
maybe it was important for them to know where the unconscious was or the subconscious so that they can implant the false memories into the abductee so that they quote-unquote forget this event ever happened. That's a possibility. Or is there something more there? Well, what do we really know about the subconscious and unconscious, right? We know some of it runs our body automatically or autonomously, right? We also know that if we do not focus on surface-level information and we work at a lower level of consciousness and calmness, that it is proven that we can function at a higher level. And what I mean by that is that if we are not so concerned with surface-level information, that we focus more on the feeling, and we focus more on understanding, and we allow ourselves to calmly understand a situation, we tend to use different brave wave, brave way, way <laughs> brainwaves uh, to do different functionings of, uh, of our human existence. So we have a few different types of brainwaves. We have gamma waves, which are the fastest brainwaves with a high frequency. Okay? Gamma waves pass information rapidly and quietly, and they're the most subtle of brainwave frequencies and the mind has to be very quiet to access gamma. Okay. Now beta waves are your standard consciousness. right? They're your normal waking state of consciousness and when attention is directed towards any task in the outside world it's being transmitted through beta waves which are in the 12 to 38 hertz frequency. Okay. The next is the alpha waves, 8 to 12 hertz they're dominant during quiet flowing thoughts in some meditative states okay the alpha is that power of now right uh, meditative quality but they're not the mo they're not the deepest state of brainwave they're the next uh, deeper state of brainwave is the theta wave which is three to eight Hertz and these most often occur during sleep uh, and also found in deep meditation. They're the gateway to learning, memory, intuition, and our senses are withdrawn from the external world and focused on signals originating from within. Could this be the subconscious? It could be. Potential is there. There's also delta waves which are in the 0.5 to 3 hertz uh, sector. These are slow, loud brain waves that are low in frequency and deep penetrating like a drumbeat. They're generated in the deepest meditation and, the, and dreamless sleep. The delta waves suspend external awareness and are the source of empathy. So healing and regeneration are stimulated in this state and you get deep restorative sleep when you're and you're getting these delta waves. Okay, the last known brainwave sector is the infra low, infra dash low, and these are less than 0.5 hertz.
These are uh, thought to be basic rhythms that underlie our higher brain functions. And there's not much known about these brain waves. They're slow in nature, we know that. They're difficult to detect and, and they're difficult to accurately measure. So there haven't been a lot of studies done and you won't see a lot of information on them. Um, they appear to take a major role in brain timing and network functioning. So <coughs> it could be that they're just kind of your standard keeping your system of the body working brainwave and that and that's really all they are it could be that or it could be more we don't know so you know when I'm looking for information on the subconscious it seems to be that you know if we were looking at at least the wave uh, formality of the subconscious we'd be looking at the theta waves and we'd be looking at the delta waves as far as what we know so we we know that we have the waves we can test that we have the technology to do that but we I don't know and I, I don't know if the aliens know exactly where subconscious is located in the brain could it be that there it's located in the cord, uh, in the cortical area uh, where the infralow uh, seems to be located um, and based out of does it have to be located anywhere is the spirit solely located in the brain or is the spirit located all around the body some spiritualists believe that the spirit is non-located within the brain that the spirit is all in within the body um, that our thoughts and our minds and our spirit and our soul are not solely contained in the brain uh, that we're a non-local consciousness uh, and this this kind of information is does have some some validity to it and, and backed backed up by some of the remote viewers that we talked about in previous episodes where they're able to access information from all around the world uh, non-locally uh, and how would they access that information quantum physics Quantum physics is a theory that everything is connected uh, and the ability to achieve and retrieve that information uh, can be done by anyone according to the remote viewers. They just need to be trained appropriately. Everyone has the potential. Some have uh, a higher ability and some have lower ability according to uh, Mr. McMoneagle, um, remote viewer number one. Uh, so there's a lot of a lot of potential here for interpretation. Um, a lot of what I try to do in episodes is piece together the puzzle of ufology uh, and the paranormal and metaphysics, and try to try to get a better understanding of how the universe works as a whole. Right, everything from from quantum mechanics, quantum physics to ufology, to the alien um, phenomenon, what their interests are in humans, what our human potential is, which is probably what we're more and mostly interested in, is what is our human potential. Clearly we haven't reached it yet. Clearly we have a little ways to go, um, especially with, it, with our spirituality, uh, 
our ability to communicate telepathically when when given the opportunity we can communicate telepathically with the aliens but but we're not able to do it human to human yet so our human potential is yet to be fully reached and uh, some of these questions that I ask are uh, hopefully um, inspiring people and, and hopefully inspiring people to ask questions amongst themselves and in the next episode I'm going to talk about uh, the Monroe Institute and some of their uh, studies into the human subconscious and unconscious and its connection to ufology. Uh, so until next time, everybody stay safe, stay healthy, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Please leave a message um, on on the Anchor app, on any of the apps that you use. Hopefully I'll be able to get uh, access to them. You can email me at LockdownUniverse at gmail.com. You can visit the Facebook page at Lockdown Universe. Uh, we post a lot of funny stuff up there, sometimes some serious stuff. Um, I like to do more of the serious documentation on, on, the, uh, on the podcast, but I like to do some funny stuff on Facebook. But uh, feel free to message me in any of those manners, and I uh, look forward to hearing from you guys soon. Take care. Bye-bye.